What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode, man, I am coming off a, a long, long, amazing weekend. I have been in um, Orlando for the last, uh, well, since Tuesday, and then I got home yesterday. And just overall experience, always being reignited, um, was able to connect with some very, very, very smart individuals um, in the nutrition coaching space and in the nutrition world that are maybe not even no longer coaching, but just so much stuff. And just a reminder of, of, of what we do and the purpose, you know, and, and obviously um, a lot of reassurance in a lot of the things that I do with my clients that I'm doing the right things. And it just feels really good how even 20 years into my journey of, you know, nutrition and and training and all that stuff that you, you're still insecure. I mean, there's, you know, you're still gonna be insecure, but whenever you, you hear things, you're like, that's exactly what I would do. Or that's how I do things. It does make you feel like you're like, you build that confidence again. And it, it's imposter syndrome is so real in so many different areas um, that it was really, really cool to be in some, some rooms with some really smart people and feel like I belonged. Um, so Lots of stuff to take away. Uh, a lot of things that I, I kind of want to dive into more that I feel like I've honestly been shortchanging you guys on knowledge that I have that I haven't really brought forth and, you know, talking about things like gut health and stuff. That I, and I obviously do a lot of things with my personal clients, but don't do enough talking about it on my podcast. So I definitely want to make sure that I am uh, breaking some things down for you guys. Hey, Miss Jody, um, anybody else in the uh, in the chat that's watching? I see some people live. Uh, feel free to chime in and um, all that good stuff. Today's today's episode, though, what I want to get into is I've been doing a lot of my content um, early in the morning because that's kind of when I find I have a lot of thoughts. Usually, then or when I'm working out, which is like the worst time, is I'll be in the middle of a CrossFit workout and I'll get a thought and I'm like, oh, I got to go write this down really quick because I want to talk about it on my podcast. Um, but I, I want to talk today a lot about all or nothing, uh, all or nothing mindset, all or nothing actions, um, and, and really breaking down how this shows up for people in their life, uh, you know, specifically in nutrition, um, in obviously being in a place of like, I really, you know, want to make changes to my body. Um, I want to lose weight. I want to lose fat. I want to, you know, feel better. Maybe you don't want to lose weight. Maybe you're like, maybe you literally just know that you don't feel good. Like you just, you don't feel as good as you want to feel. Um, and having a really hard time with sticking to anything or feeling like a failure if you can't do everything right. Hey Jake. Um, so I, I want to be able to really break that down for you guys and, and hopefully give you guys some insight on some ways to maybe change it. Now, first thing here is guys, if you're an all or nothing thinker and you're taking this episode and you're going to roll with it, Remind yourself that as an all or nothing thinker, your thinking is going to make you feel like if you're not applying everything that you're failing. Okay. So take down that level of like expectation right now and remind yourself that like we are trying to break that habit of all or nothing thinking. So I want you to think about everything that I'm saying, maybe take some of your own personal notes if you journal. Um, and be able to kind of think about maybe the one or two things that you really want to wake, walk away from today that might really help you make success in whatever area of life that you're on. And I know that a lot of people follow me 
um, know that I am primarily like to help the CrossFit community. I like to help people that really do enjoy working out and they're struggling to find a nutrition strategy that helps them look and feel their best. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that just gets them distracted. A lot of, a lot of things that don't really work. And I try and really give people the solution. That's like, this is exactly what you need. Um, and, and right now I feel like what a lot of people need is help with this all or nothing thinking. So, uh, that is the goal of today's episode. Okay. So here's the first thing that I want to talk about with all or nothing thinking, you basically have two choices. You're either successful or you're a failure. And a lot of people live in these extremes. Like, and and maybe you're someone that can re- relate to like being on a high, like you step on the scale, you're down two pounds. And that day you're like walking around like, oh, everything's good. And you're like feeling good. Or maybe you like hit a PR in the gym and like things are great. You've had like a really good training week. And then like when things are bad, they're really bad. Like one thing happens, like you step on the scale and you're up two pounds. You're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what happened? Like you're so extreme in the good or the bad. So you're either super successful or you're like a failure. And reality is most people should be living most of their life very unemotional. Even when you step on the scale and you're down two pounds, it's okay to be happy about that, but it shouldn't be like jumping for joy. You know, like it's really needs to be an understanding of like, you got to be living in the gray area, not being so up or down. You know, that's the main thing with that. So with all I think thinking, this, this whole like two options, success or failure is typically the number one thing that goes on. We want to live more in the gray area. I want to talk to you guys about how all or nothing thinking shows up in a lot of people's lives because in order lives, because in order for us to overcome it, we have to be able to recognize that. And I'm going to relate this primarily to nutrition um, and maybe training if you want to look at it that way, but you can also take these things and maybe think about a couple of places that it might come up in your life. Okay, so number one I wrote down is you often use words like always, never, should, or shouldn't. So a perfect example in nutrition is like, I always mess up on the weekends. You know, I can't seem to keep my shit together on the weekends. That's a common one that I get. And I always mess up. You're telling yourself this story that every single weekend I always mess up and it makes you feel like a failure. And often it makes you feel like, well, I overdid it on Friday night. So I'm just going to walk, call it a wash and I'm going to try better on Monday. Like, that typically is a mindset that goes into people's heads. Another thing I wrote down is you have a hard time seeing the positives in a situation. So let's just say um, you're trying to, let's just say you sign up for nutrition coaching and you're all excited to learn about macros, but like you haven't even figured out like what a macro is, like meaning like you don't know good sources of protein, carbs, and fats. And you're looking at all this stuff you want to learn. And rather than focusing on like the one thing you're doing really well, which might be like, hey, you're actually keeping a food diary and controlling your calories. You're so focused on like all the things you don't know. Like you're not seeing the positive stuff that you're changing, the positive changes. Or, um, you know, maybe like, you know, you maybe you've been, you know, doing really well with your nutrition all week and you step on the scale and there's no change. And you're like, this isn't working. You're so focused on the scale and you're not happy about it. You're not looking at all the other positive changes that might've happened. Like maybe you have had your appetite under control. You're no longer binging or having cravings. You know, you're, you're actually feeling really good in your workouts. Maybe your sleep has been better. Maybe your gut's been more, more regulated. Maybe all these other things are happening 
but you're not seeing that because you're just so focused on that one thing, you know, like never finding the positives in a situation. Okay. Um, another one I wrote down is, or number three, you often look at the downsides, even with the potential opportunities. So you're always seeing the negative things that are happening rather than the positive opportunities. So let's just take, talk about you're struggling with your weight and you've been struggling for years and years and years, and you've tried a bunch of different diets. And I'm like, Hey, all we got to do is track your food. And you're like, I don't want to track my food. I'm like, I don't care how much you're eating. I don't care what you're eating. I just want to see what you're eating. Right. And you think so much about like the effort of that. And you're focusing on that being so hard and, you know, the downside of it is like, I have to take time to do this thing where you're not seeing the positive benefits of it. What if just tracking your food finally troubleshoots? Okay, now I see a couple of things I can change. And what if now we can build a diet that you actually look forward to? Okay, so doing that little bit of work up front gives you a lot more freedom in the future, but you don't see that because you're only seeing the work in front of you. Okay, so just little things like that. Number four, I wrote down, you won't try something unless you're confident you can do it perfectly. And this is a big, big, big one. Okay. People that reach out to me for nutrition coaching and don't sign up. This is one of the biggest places it shows up. They're afraid. They're, well, what? I have this vacation coming up. What should I wait for the vacation? Or we're going into the holiday season. Like, can I really do this during the holidays? Um, you know, I, I don't know if I should sign up because of X, Y, Z. Or, you know, I, I had a setback, so I need to take a break. Like, these are things that because you can't do everything, you think that you can't do anything. It's that all or nothing mindset. Um, number five, I wrote down, um, well, actually, let me give you one more example I put on here is, this is actually, I wrote this example down, and I love this example, actually, is when it comes back to the uh, the confident, you can do it perfectly. Oh, I wrote this down. I love it. Um, people are afraid of making nutrition changes because they can't do everything. So they do nothing, right? Like, so rather than, so let's just say you're like starting from scratch and I'm like, Hey, let's just focus on keeping a food diary and getting enough protein in. But because like, you're so focused on like the result and like, you can't do everything. You're like, I, I, I can't do all that. So they, they end up not ever committing to something because they can't be perfect about it. So or like maybe you are really good with your nutrition and like it's a Saturday and like you can't be perfect because you're out with friends and like you don't have control over the food and like you can't, you don't stay consistent with like the few things you can do, like track your food and manage calories. You're like, well, I can't do everything. So I just can't do anything. Those are really good examples I put in there. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned those. Another one I've put down, I think this is number five or six, um, is you have a really hard time receiving feedback, whether it's positive or constructive, whether you're getting um, uh, a positive, like, Hey, you did great. Or like, Hey, we should fix this. You just really like internalize that and feel like you're a failure. And this shows up a lot with clients in my life where they just don't check in. They are feeling guilty. They think that I have thoughts about them that they just don't check in with me. And I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Like, I don't have expectations of you being perfect. In fact, the weeks that people struggle are the weeks that they need me the most. So if you're avoiding a check-in because you can't do things, like you're actually limiting yourself of the success you could be making. Cause I usually will like lower the barrier of entry 
and get us focusing on one or two things that can get the needle moving. So that shows up a lot there. Um, or even at work for you. So that might be a place that shows up. Another one I wrote down is small mistakes can make you feel like a total failure. So let's just say you, uh, you were doing really, really well. You had a really, really, really hard CrossFit workout and you're hungry and you end up overdoing it after your workout. Like you ate too much and now you like feel like trash and like you feel like the whole day is a wash. So like you just fall off the wagon. That's a simple example of like just a small mistake, you know, or like you, maybe you like forgot to track something and now you feel guilty about it. So those are just some scenarios where all or nothing thinking shows up. Now, why does all or nothing thinking show up? Why does it kick in? I think there's a couple of reasons why. Um, I wrote down number one, ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. Um, we're so fixated on like the fact that like we think we have to do everything that we don't realize that just making some specific action steps are still getting us progress to happen. So I think that's one thing. Number two is a big, big, big one is overwhelm. Um, never being ahead of schedule and always like being in the moment. And so like when life hits you, like you're in this like fight or fight place and like it's recluse time because you just can't think straight and you're just thinking off of what you know best. So not really ever getting that time built into work through those times and just letting life take over. And then I think another one I wrote down is lack of real clarity um, on, you know, what you actually really want to achieve. And this comes down to um, all or nothing thinking in like the nutrition world and obviously changing body composition, changing habits is like, what do you actually really want? And, and maybe the perception of like, the results you want isn't lining up with the actions that you're willing to take to make that happen. Um, and the patience of that, like being more patient in the progress and the process, uh, rather than always focusing on like wanting everything right now. And, and that's really where clarity is important to like understand, Hey, here's what you're signing up for. Here's what you need to know. So that's some ways that you, it, it um, actually shows up and also some reasons why, um, and here's how it really honestly affects us. Obviously, yes, it really does make it hard for us to make any progress. Um, but you find yourself maybe less confident, lower self-esteem. You start labeling yourself a failure, you, you know, you're a flake, whatever. I get, I get this, I'm a hot mess. I'm a hot mess. Like that kind of a thinking, um, less willingness to take risks. So, um, you won't sign up for coaching cause you're afraid of failing. You won't do things cause you're afraid of not being able to commit to them. Um, you just don't believe in yourself enough, uh, fearing of failure, another one. So feeling like, a, I'm sorry, feeling like a failure. So going back to those check-ins, you feel shameful and guilty. So you hide, uh, fear of asking for help. I, I'm just going to do it myself because you don't want to let somebody else down. It's easier for you to fail yourself than it is to fail somebody else. So by avoiding that, you don't have to worry about that. It's, it's really coming down to avoiding those uncomfortable feelings. Um, unable to think of solutions or find a middle ground. Like you never can make compromises with yourself. Like, all right, I can't do everything, but I can do this one thing really well right now. You know, um, lack of self-compassion, just always beating yourself up and just making yourself feel like crap about yourself. Um, a big one that people don't think about is less resilience. All or nothing thinking never allows mm -hmm. you to build the strength to work through difficult times in your life and overcome those things that are keeping you stuck. 
And then the last one I wrote down is just being unwilling or unable to just forgive yourself. And this often leads to low self-worth um, and low self-value. And you typically will put yourself last on the totem pole and never actually go after those things that you know you need to do and change in your life. So those are some places that it shows up for sure. Okay. So how do we often set ourselves up for this is all or nothing thinking is not something that happened overnight. It's typically something that you've kind of developed over years and years and years of behaviors that have created a result. And now you kind of feel stuck in this cycle. And um, there really is one thing that I, I think people don't realize about all or nothing thinking is all or nothing thinking, I truly believe is a coping mechanism and a scapegoat. If we are all in or all out, we are not dealing with discomfort because when we're all in, we typically feel really good. We are typically, all the stars are aligning, everything feels good and structured, nothing's in our way. And when we're all out, it's because nothing's perfect, so we're going to do nothing. So we're avoiding that this uncomfortable decision to live in the mess, to like sort through the the closet where we need to live in the weeds a little bit to be able to overcome it. And I'm saying we, because I often do these types of things too. So um, I think that that's a big thing is people don't actually work through the weeds and the middle place because they're always focused on either a big high or a low, low. It makes quitting so easy. Okay. So let's talk about letting go of all or nothing thinking. And for those of you guys out there that know that you need to make changes to your nutrition, to your lifestyle, because you are overweight, because you do need to lose some weight and feel better, because you feel like shit in your workouts. Maybe you feel like crap and you're tired all the time in your day. Like maybe you just know, maybe you're tired of like that four o'clock like binge session where you're trying to get enough calories in just to get you through till the end of the day. Like that's what we're talking about here is, is the changes that you need to make that are uncomfortable that you're avoiding or trying to make and keep beating yourself up because you can't find something that works for you. Okay. So here are some things you have to let go of if you truly want to be successful at overcoming all or nothing thinking. Number one is when we're going into this, you got to drop the all or nothing thinking. Like I told you, you have to realize you're not going to be perfect at this in the beginning. You're going to fuck up plain and simple. Okay. But Number one, you have got to let go of perfectionism and do the messy work. That's the stuff where you're like, okay, I'm overwhelmed and I'm anxious and I'm making decisions on the fly. Okay. You're going to have to start looking at those times and become a problem solver, which means you have to have a plan B. All right. So if like midweek you get busy, you get stressed and like, you're no longer like thinking about food. You need to make sure that Tuesday night, like you're like, I'm thinking about food tonight for tomorrow. You have to start to be a planner. Guess what? That is going to create a little bit of stress in the moment, but it's going to remove the overwhelm and the anxiety around making the decision in the moment on Wednesday. Okay. So you've got to realize that it's not about perfectionism. It's all about doing the messy work. And in those days where like maybe shit hits the fan and like you can't control everything, focusing on like the one or two things you can control okay, like I don't have the perfect scenario right now. I had to skip lunch. I'm going to have a protein shake, whatever. You're, you're going to make things happen to allow you to just kind of work through those things. And guess what happens when you work through those messy times and it's not perfect, 
you get success, you develop success. And guess what? That reinstills belief that you can do those things and that those things are actually effective for creating change. So you've got to let go of the perfectionism. Okay. I don't really, and this is, this is a good thing that I wrote down. If you can't do it all, you can't do anything at all. And this goes into perfectionism. And it's funny because this is where this shows up a lot in diets is you can do everything, right? You can do everything, you can do nothing, or you can do what you can. So those people that do everything, all right, they're like, they're all in, right? They're like, their freaking meal preps are perfect on Sunday. They've got their workouts lined up. They lay out their clothes ahead of time. Um, you know, they're doing all this stuff so perfectly, right? How sustainable is that for you and your lifestyle, right? Like if you're spending six hours on Sunday meal prepping, when you really want to be watching football with your husband, is that really sustainable for you for the long term? You know, that's the things you have to start thinking about. So you could do everything perfectly. Okay. You could do nothing at all. So we could just say, well, fuck it. I can't do everything. I can't do meal prep. So I'm just not going to do anything at all. I'm just going to go to the grocery. I'm just going to go to, you know, five guys or McDonald's or whatever, or go to takeout. Um, or you can do what you can. And, and this is where like the sweet spot is with making nutritional changes is realizing that like, it's not about being perfect and doing everything. It's not about just saying you can do nothing. It's like, what can I do right now? Lowering the expectations on results and focusing on the changes. And guess what? The results come a lot faster. Okay. So that's number one whatever number it is. Why do I keep saying number one? It's probably like number 10 at this point. All right. No, another thing that you have to guys, blah, 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 blah. I feel like I'm on what's that? What was that movie? Uh, Bruce Almighty. I think it was Bruce Almighty. Was, uh, I'm old. <laughs> Anyways, second one I put down here in terms of overcoming uh, all or nothing thinking is you've got to stop committing to extremes. All or nothing thinkers are notorious for like unrealistic, sustainable, unrealistically sustainable changes. Unrealistically, that's, I don't even know why I wrote this down. Unrealistically sustainable with your life. Essentially what I meant to say was, cause I wrote down some notes is like, they sign up for things like the 75 hard, you know, 30 days of this, that just 21 day sugar detox, extreme calorie restriction. I'm not going to mention names of things like Octavia, um, things that are extreme, and they know that they're not really going to be able to be maintainable long-term, okay? So people feel like if they take this like drastic intervention, that somehow it's going to make them more compliant when in reality it doesn't work. And you know this because if this is you, you likely have tried a lot of these things and continue to fail at actually seeing them through or getting any kind of results for them. So um, you feel like if you're super, super strict and structured, you're going to be more committed. But in reality, you typically burn out. In fact, even clients I know that have done the 75 hard end up putting weight back on. I'm going to be honest. I've had three clients do the 75 hard and have put the weight back on. Seriously. And I, I've had three clients. I've had a few others try it and not make it and lose weight and put it back on. Like very unsuccessful. Why? Because they didn't actually build on that. So that might work for somebody that needs an extreme change but is willing to also moderate those changes long-term, which is why he also has all the different, obviously things you can progress off of, off of the 75 hard, but, and I'm not just knocking the 75 hard because I do think Andy Frisella is an amazing guy, but um, an amazing, just a world of knowledge. But I just think that for some people that can be extreme and set you up for failure. So stop committing to extremes. Um, instead, 
of focusing on all of these things, like taking a daily photo and yada, 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 shit that doesn't really matter. Why not find the one or two things that you need to be the most strict on and focus on going all in on those one or two things. So like I, maybe you are trying to dial in your nutrition and like, you don't know where to start. And I'm like, Hey, just start with a food diary, start using a food scale and keeping a food diary. That's all you have to focus on. And guess what? In the beginning, that might be really hard for you if you've never done that before. Maybe you're beyond that. Maybe you're somebody that like you've tracked your food for, for years and years and years and you're under eating and you're not seeing results. And I'm like, hey, we got to do a reverse diet to get you eating more in order to get you to lose fat. And rather than like feeling like you have to jump up your calories super fast, Let's just focus on little things, little changes every single day, every single week, and slowly we're rebuilding and making progress happen, okay? Comes down to you have to be impatient with action and patient with results. Focus on those one or two things and do them really well, and then we can progress on, okay? Um, that was the, the two main things I guess I wrote down. So now kind of closing this out, I did write down a couple of other thoughts for you guys. And I want you guys to think about this stuff. Okay. Where does doing everything get you? All right. And I, I kind of already mentioned this before is like, you're that person that's like going all in on the challenge. You're, you're cleaning out your closets January 1st. Okay. Where does that actually get you? Is that teaching you how to manage life in a messy way? Life is freaking messy. Like there's an every day something's going to happen, right? I mean, I have clients that, I mean, I've had some clients I can't even believe all the shit that they deal with on a weekly basis. And I'm like, well, you're doing awesome. <laughs> I don't know how you're handling all that. In fact, all I have is a cat and I have kids. And I'm like, man, sometimes I just wonder, you know? Um, but is that really getting you what you want? Which is obviously, if you're going to do the work, you want to be able to maintain the results of the work. Where does doing nothing get you? Okay, so if you just don't do anything and you wait for the perfect time, what happens there? If you don't make these small changes, like if you're somebody right now, it's, it's October 24th and you're saving your, 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 uh, changes for the new year. What progress are you missing out on between now and the new year? Like a lot of progress could be made between now and the new year. So where does doing nothing get you? You stay exactly the same. And it doesn't change the fact that at some point you're going to have to do the work. In fact, if you are somebody waiting for the new year, Christmas season comes up every single year. So guess what? What do you think that you probably need to be need to be focusing on in your journey? How to navigate through the holiday season. So doing nothing doesn't really help you anyways. Where does doing something get you? You make progress in a way that fits your lifestyle. So we're not focusing on all the things. We're focusing on the one or two things that we need and maybe shifting the results that we're looking for to achieve something a little bit different so that you can get the results that you want. So like I said, if your goal is you want to lose fat and it's October 24th, your strategy might be like, hey, let's get signed up. Let's get you started. Let's see how far we can get, get you optimized before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, take a little bit of a break. Following week, we jump back on things. Christmas week, we take a little bit of a break. January 1st, you've built all these good habits and we're in a good place to start really working on fat loss. Like thinking about that is so much better, right? So how do we go all in without being all or nothing? And this is the last thing that I'm going to talk about today. Okay. B 
being all in on a goal, going all in on a goal does not need to be all or nothing thinking. All right. You can go all in on a goal of like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. But all or nothing thinking would be if you're not able to do everything and you're not seeing the results that you want every single day, every single week, then you give up. Okay. Going all in on that goal is saying, I want to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to build my brick house by house. And that means that some weeks are going to be better than others. And sometimes I have to navigate around work stress, life stress, family stress, but I'm going to get through it. And I'm going to learn how to overcome those times. I'm going to figure out what foods I need to have on hand so that when I'm stressed out, I don't have to worry about stress eating. You know, I'm going to be a planner. I'm going to, I'm going to work on making these changes so that it makes it so much easier for me to be consistent with my nutrition. And when you have this brick by brick, brick approach, and you're not so focused on all or nothing, you're all in on a goal, you get faster progress. I like to use the, the first animal that came to my mind is like a pit bull, like be a pit bull, man. Like you just got to go after it. Like you're just not going to give up. You're going to find a way. Like that's what you got to do. You got to go after something. And that's what I got for you guys today. So uh, end of my episode, uh, we are in week one of my fat loss frameworks jumpstart. And my official kickoff call is Thursday. And I did that on purpose because I wanted them to start right away and take imperfect action because that's life. And they are, their goals in week one is I've given them all for free, um, some nutritional targets and feedback on what I want them to be working on for the next four weeks. Um, but their main goal is simple week one, let's weigh your food out. Let's track it. And for those of them that had already been doing that, I'm like, Hey, you're a step ahead. Go ahead and start following within your ranges and, and looking at the food change food choices that I'm telling you to work with, um, to really start to make positive changes. So, um, if you missed out, don't worry because this is one of many, um, this is going to be a four times a year launch. I will do open enrollment four times a year. Um, unfortunately this is going to be the only one that is offered free. So going forward, they are going to be a, a little bit of a cost. Um, especially because the course that goes with them is going to be built out into something that you guys can also use, whatever you'll be able to purchase the course, um, you know, anytime, uh, but the actual, the jumpstart will be also part of the course is part of it. So they get both uh, bundled in, um, going forward. So this group, they took advantage, they get it all for free. Uh, next group, you will have a cost, but it starts, it's going to start in January. So there'll be one around October, around January, another one probably around uh, April, May, and then again around um, probably July, September-ish, July, August-ish, somewhere around there. So haven't really figured out the final dates of all four, but you will have one four times a year to be able to jump into. So um, that's what I got today, guys. I hope you guys are all having a great Tuesday, and I will talk to you guys all on the next episode.